Entrepreneurs can get stuck in their head, challenged by their thoughts, the voice in their head, and their beliefs. We chat with successful entrepreneurs who share their journey and the lessons learned along the way. The Add Valued Entrepreneurs podcast is edutaining, leaving you with actionable advice to transform your life and create a thriving business that aligns with your values and goals. Our conversations are for entrepreneurs who want more freedom and fulfillment from their work so they can live the life they desire. You deserve it. It is possible. It's time for you to add value. Our guest today, Lisa Jimenez, helps entrepreneurs harness the power of their mind to bust through the hidden barriers, tap their inner wisdom, jump out of bed with renewed purpose, and grow their income and impact. She believes the single most important characteristic of a successful person is a positive belief system. Her work is centered around mindset, the hidden beliefs that determine behavior, and helping people reprogram those beliefs and create quantum leaps in their productivity and results. Lisa is best known for her mastermind retreats, where she takes her clients to cities around the globe and creates a luxury immersion experience of her mindset reset formula. Graduates of these retreats have become influencers in their industry, top producers, published best-selling books, and taken their companies global. Her best-selling books, Conquer Fear, Slay the Dragon, and Mindset Reset have sold more than a quarter million copies and are translated into multiple languages. She has a master's of education from Florida Atlantic Education, where she also started her doctoral work in psychology. She's an avid reader and takes continual education classes every year. Lisa lives in Southern California with her husband, Jeff, has three grown children, and is passionate about travel, spirituality, and learning how to play the ukulele for her future grandbabies. Lisa Jimenez shares about finding your authentic self and releasing your gift to the world. And it starts with knowing what you want. Ask yourself, what if it is fun? You become the story you tell yourself. So speak well to yourself. She shares five truths to reset your mindset. Well, Lisa, thank you so much for joining me today. I am so excited for our conversation. Me too. Thanks for having me. And hello to all of your listeners. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, obviously, the easiest place to start is, is where did entrepreneurship start for you? Mm. Entrepreneurship found me. <laughs> I did not find entrepreneurship. I was a 20-year-old school teacher. And Robert, all I wanted to do all my life was help kids and mm. just teach different subjects and be an educator. Education is one of my highest values. And to be able to impart education and hopefully a little wisdom on students was all I wanted to do. And one day my principal came into my classroom and asked me to give a public speech to all of the teachers of Broward County. Yes, I was in South Florida at the time. And I'm like, well, what's a speech? You know, I don't know. What's a speech? And she said, you know, it's just like talking to your students. You just think of an idea around motivation. The topic was motivation. And, and then just share what you believe to be true. And the case studies that you have experienced in all your years of teaching. I said, okay, I can do that. So I gave this speech. This is 28 years ago. <laughs> Maybe more. Oh, gosh. I think it's 30 years ago now. <laughs> At a certain gave, point, you quit counting. It's 30 years ago. I gave this speech, and in the audience was the wife of the CEO of IBM. Mm. Now, IBM 30 years ago was huge. 
in Boca Raton, Florida. She came up to me after my speech and she said, you know, my husband puts on or his sales force puts on uh, lunch and learns. Would you be willing to come out and teach this topic motivation to his sales force? I'm like, sure. So that is how entrepreneurialism found me. I was a school teacher. I was asked to speak at IBM for a lunch and learn. I think I got paid like $500. You <laughs> was just, I, I was like, wow, you're going to pay me to do this? But that was the beginning 30 years ago of my adventure and my love affair with mm -hmm. entrepreneurialism, being your own boss, creating your own vision for your company. And I launched my company about six months after that first speaking engagement. The principal regrets it now because they lost you as a teacher. <laughs> <laughs> I know that is true. That is true. <laughs> oh, that's that's so good. So obviously, motivation was was your starting, but but you built a platform as a speaker and and obviously built a business. And you mentioned building a lifestyle or creating a business around your lifestyle. Yes. And that's exciting. So share a little bit about that idea, about yeah. the ability to create something around what you want. Yeah. I'm going to talk about lifestyle in just a minute. But first, I truly believe if you want to be an influencer in your industry, I don't care what your industry is, but you want to be an influencer in that industry, you start sharing yourself authentically. And so what I mean by that is when I was speaking, I would just share the stories of my own challenges and my own insecurities, my own anxiety, my own setbacks in business. So as I was learning business, and yes, I did go back and take some business school classes and uh, speaking. Uh, I had a speaker's coach and I joined the National Speakers Association. So I did get myself educated in the realm, in the industry of professional speaking. Um, but I just started sharing about my own uh, foibles, insecurities, and setbacks, and how I broke through them. So that's like your message or to be an influencer. It's got to come from your vulnerability and what you're managing and dealing with too. And it's a beautiful thing to share, to be willing to share in authenticity and it helps grow your business, boy. People, they say they know they do business with people they know, like, and trust, but they also do people that they do business with people who they feel a connection to. And authenticity mm -hmm. is that connection. So that's how I would first describe lifestyle in your business. But then the other way is, I mean, I was starting my family at the same time as I launched my speaking career and then my writer's career. I've written five best-selling books. Well, four. The first one didn't sell. My mom bought a copy. That counts. That counts. Absolutely. <laughs> the question is, did she read it? <laughs> yeah, right. Did she even read it? But four international bestsellers. And I would just, you know, raising three children and 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 one and choosing to be a big part of their daily activities. I, it was a must for me to build my business around my own lifestyle. And now that my children are grown and gone and independent, I get to build my business around what I'm passionate about, which is travel, which is which is exotic, exciting experiences around the globe. Yes, even through COVID, <laughs> even through COVID, I held seven retreats. Nice. <laughs> now, they weren't international retreats. We had to stay in the U.S. of A., 
but just what a gift to be able to say, you know, I've never experienced Sedona. So let's host an event in Sedona. Uh, hey, I've never gone now. This is before COVID. I've never been to, where did I choose? Well, the first time I went to Sydney, the first time I went to Bali, Indonesia, first time in Fiji. These were retreats that I launched that I actually marketed in my coaching business. And I got to go experience these beautiful, amazing, exotic cities with my company or through my company's revenue and marketing those retreats. So it is all about lifestyle, isn't it? I mean, what a joy to get up and go to work and get to do what you love, where you love and when you love it. <laughs> well, that's so good. Obviously the travel is, is a big part of your interest, mm -hmm. but you mentioned first, you know, building a business around raising your family mm -hmm. and, 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 and entrepreneurs struggle, right? I mean, I got a family, I got to take care of, got responsibilities. And, and a, you know, having a salary is is pretty important, right? Mm -hmm. But the freedom of being able to participate in your children's lives and, yeah. and intentionally mm -hmm. set your business up so that you have the freedom to go to the football games, to to go to the band mm -hmm. practice, to go to the wrestling meet and, and do all the things that your kids are doing. Um, I, I mean, there's there's a lot to be said for, for creating a business that has that kind of freedom. Mm -hmm. There is. And I would give your listeners three ideas right now on how to successfully um, maneuver that full-time parent, full-time career, whatever your entrepreneurial venture is. Idea number one is you really have got to involve your kids. Hmm. I mean, my kids and I, we would sit down at the dinner table and I would let them know, okay, my next speech is for, and I would let them know the company and they would give me ideas and, <laughs> and we would discuss what I could share with them. And uh, and share on that stage. And then when I got into coaching, same thing. When I would choose my retreats, because they were still at home when I launched my retreat segment of my business, I'd let them help me choose. We'd get out a map of the world, like where should mom have her next retreat? And so I really did involve my kids. I also involved them financially because I needed my kids to obey me. <laughs> I had to. It was a must. There was no other option. It when you have a full-time career in your entrepreneurial entrepreneurial venture, your own company, a global company, and you have three kids at home that you're getting ready for school, I mean, they got to be independent. They got to brush their teeth on their own without their mom telling them a hundred times, right? So I believe in paying them. So we would sit down every week, every Sunday evening, and we would set the goals, the intentions for the week and what their responsibility was for that. What was mommy's responsibility for that? Even dad. <laughs> What was his responsibilities around moving this company forward? And I really told my kids, Robert, I said, this is how I language it. Now, remember, they were quite young, but I language it to them. I said, you know how mom is a mom to you? And I'm like, yeah, you're my mom. Yeah, we get that mom. Well, you know, I'm also a mom to many other people around the globe. In a way, I'm a mom to them, too. When I teach them about mindset, when I give a speech around conquering their fear, when I help them raise their sales, I'm teaching and training them. And that's like being a mom. So are you good with sharing me with other people? We had that conversation. And then they, again, they felt part of it. They felt proud to share their mom with other people around the world. And we would have financial goals as well. And I love giving out $100 bills to my kids. Mm -hmm. I just loved it. So 
it was just a gosh, this has been a while, Robert. You know, my kids have been launched for a while. So it's just bringing me back to just such delicious memories of, you know, sitting around the dinner table and saying, well done, you guys, you did it. You did this when you were before you were even told to. You did that. You did it, you know, and give gifting them the hundred dollar bill that week if they earned it or that month, whatever the they would build up to uh, creating their own income nice. in my company because they worked for me. So that would be idea number one. Involve them. Involve them in delicious, emotional, creative ways. The second thing is ease up on yourself and mm -hmm. them. Ease up. I'm not going to tell you it's hard because I believe in the power of the spoken word and I don't want to speak hard over you. <laughs> However, it takes something to grow a successful global company or any company and uh, be a great mom, be a great dad, be a great parent. It takes something. So, so be good to yourself. Ease up on yourself. You're going to have breakdowns. Let your kids see the breakdowns. Let your kids have the breakdowns. Yep, this is just mom having a breakdown. And I'm going to manage this breakdown. This is mom disappointed that she did not get that speaking engagement. And somebody else got it. This is mom dealing with that. So this is mom excited that I did get the speaking engagement or we did sell out on the retreat, but so just ease up on yourself. Be real. You don't have to cover up anything with raising your kids around your, your business. Be real with them. But then also have a backbone, like know what you want. And if you have a dip in your sales or you had a disappointment, you had a rejection in your business, be real with it, but have a backbone. Everyone deals with a breakdown. Every successful person had a rejection or several, probably more than people that didn't grow, right? Right. So ease up on yourself and accept and really embrace that this takes something and take like it takes something. And isn't that awesome? You actually respect more things, more trips, more business, more people when it took something to win them over, or it took something to complete that manuscript for your book. Mm -hmm. It took something to stay in there when COVID almost took you out. It took something. So don't go into victim mode. <laughs> I know it can get tough. And maybe right now you're listening to Robert's podcast and you're like, it's tough for me right now. I get it. But you're going to be so proud of yourself on the other side of moving through this tough segment. Hmm. It takes something. And the things that when it takes something, ah, you're so you're, you're full of gratitude and you prove to yourself, wow, if I can manage that, I could manage a lot. If I can move through that, man, I'm pretty darn good at this. I'm getting better and better at this. I'm getting a stronger backbone. I'm proud of myself. So I guess the, the, the next thing, Robert, my idea is be your own cheerleader. Ease up on yourself and be your own cheerleader. Absolutely. Yeah, we all need a fan club and you better be your number one fan. We do. And then the third and most important idea, I don't even know if it's most important, but relatively important to the other two is to really know what you want. 
You've mm. got to be intentional. You've got to know what is my revenue goal for 2022 as I'm moving into 2022. Who do I need to be to create those kind of that kind of revenue? Mm. Who do I need to what skill set do I need to work on or maybe even perfect? Who do I need to hire? How can I grow my team? I need to grow my team to meet that revenue goal. So be intentional in growing your business as an entrepreneur. It's up to you. You're, you're the driver of that business. So sell it to yourself every day by being intentional. Absolutely. You mentioned um, gratitude and, and being able to have gratitude or develop gratitude. How important is gratitude oh. on this growth journey? 100% one of the most important things. Why? Because everything is energy. Mm. When you show up to a problem with gratitude, hey, listen, I don't want this problem. You say to yourself, I really don't want this problem, but I am going to decide that I'm grateful for this problem because mm. it will elevate who I am in this world. It will. It, it will. Einstein said, no problem can be solved by the same consciousness no problem can be solved by the same consciousness that created it. So, so problems good. demand of you to elevate your consciousness, to start thinking solution oriented, to start thinking there's a diamond in this rough and I'm going to find it. Mm, so, so good. Yeah. Gratitude. Grateful for the challenges because it elevates who you are. You can actually be with the challenge powerfully. You can be with challenges powerfully. And that's like working out a muscle. Mm -hmm. That takes practice. But you get good at it quite fast, just like going to the gym and building a muscle. By day two, three, four of your workout, you're starting to see a little definition. Just like with your muscles of courage or mm -hmm. resourcefulness or bounce back ability, if that's a real long word. Mm -hmm. uh, but you, you start building this reservoir of strength because it's right there maybe your life has been a little too cake and so you didn't have to really elevate your possibility or elevate your consciousness to be a, a problem solver or a solution finder i like solution finder better remember words create so problem solver if you're always saying i'm a problem solver that means you have to have a problem to be yourself mm. I like solution finder. I'm a solution finder. It's a different energy uh, and, and will help you show up differently. So gratitude, it's everything. Just so mm -hmm. I'm just, aren't you just grateful right now, you guys, that right now you're looking at a TV screen or a, or a monitor or, or you're looking at your iPhone and you're getting to connect with us right now, even just in just that realm, that piece of reality. I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful that you can learn from us, that we can offer this to you. So gratitude about everything, everything, mm. a grateful heart. So good. We talked about. Um, I think about the line of courage, right? As as the line, it, that's the difference between being a victim and 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 that higher level of character, right? When you cross the line of courage, mm -hmm. you basically leaving victimhood behind and saying, "I'm no longer going to be a victim. I'm taking 100% responsibility for my mm -hmm. life, and I'm elevating myself." I think of of character as mm -hmm. that you know the, the character development above mm -hmm. the line of courage, mm -hmm. and and obviously that's that's what we do in, in personal development is helping people 
find that courage to take that step um, into a new character. Mm -hmm. Can you share a little bit about character development from mm. in your perspective? Mm. I truly believe that just being born, you as a spiritual entity, and that's what my mindset reset formula is all about, mm. tapping more into your spiritual essence, that pure potential energy that is truly you. Mm. So, so I'm talking, I'm speaking to that, that uh, part of you, that spiritual realm within you, your character is epic. It is, it, it is creative beyond created. It is work ethic beyond imagination. So it's all about tapping into that spiritual essence of you that's already evolved. And then mm. just practicing it right here in this physical reality called planet earth. <laughs> so step number two of the mindset reset formula is to own your own power. Like it, it is about receiving that all my power is within me. All of your power is within you and to take responsibility for everything that happens in your life. And my definition of responsibility is this, your ability to respond. Hmm. So your ability to respond well, your ability to respond with clarity, your ability to respond with grace your ability to respond with belief. So what is your ability to respond to whatever circumstance you're dealing with right now? Your ability to respond when things go great for you and you, and you sign that seven-figure contract or six-figure contract. You have an ability to respond beautifully to that, powerfully to that, expansive. What would that look like? So I believe character development, your character is already there when you're tapping into your spiritual essence. Mm. It's solid. It's powerful. You'd be proud of it. Mm. So we tap into it by, again, here's the word intentional, being intentional to decide who you're going to be before the circumstances hit you in the face. Mm. So before the circumstances are real, like maybe you're having, you know, cash flow problems. Decide ahead of time. What's the character that I'm going to practice being in this challenge? Maybe it's a rejection. What's the character I'm going to choose? I'm going to remember to choose this way of being when I get rejected, when the speech didn't go the way I wanted it to go, or when I get a return, <laughs> a refund, and uh, or whatever it is, what, whatever business you have. You didn't sell the home that you thought you were going to sell as a realtor. Um, but you have an ability to respond. So building character, just know your character is already intact. Now it's about practicing it so that it becomes your essence, who mm -hmm. you really are, even in your physical realm. So good. Well, obviously you mentioned money mindset in there. And how, how has contribution helped develop your, your money flow or energy? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I just had an interview for a very large contract for a university out in Florida to hire me to be the mindset coach for this specific, uh, beautiful graduating class. Hmm. It's kind of cool. Isn't that cool, Robert? It that is absolutely cool. Universities are now considering hiring mindset coaches hmm. for their students. So, so good. So in that, 
in that interview, it just happened like two hours ago. In that interview, one of the things I said, I just what I what's such a high value for me to impart on other young people, students in college, graduating from college in their 20s, 21, 22, is that they have a mindset of contribution. Mm -hmm. Contribution, making an impact, making a difference, sharing your area of expertise, your talent, sharing your degree in college is what I said. But to have the mindset that you contribute to make a difference to the people you work with, the people you meet, your family, your, mm -hmm. your colleagues, uh, so I would say that contribution, it's the most delicious feeling, it, better than the money. I can remember one of the first times I got hired, I was like 27 years old to go in and help this parent, this family, mom and dad, put their child to sleep. Yes, I started my coaching career and my speaking career, besides motivation, I helped parents. I did parenting workshops. And this couple hired me to come to their home and teach them how to put their baby to sleep. That really, that's true. That wow. really happened. And so they paid me in cash. I remember coming home and looking at that money and telling my husband, this money I'm grateful for. Thank you for the money. But there's no, there's nothing that compares to the feeling of looking at that mom and dad and knowing we did it. <laughs> we put our baby to bed. We did it. We managed the crying, we managed the breakdown, and our baby's sleeping, and they felt victorious. Oh, There's no yes. greater feeling to help another human being feel victorious. Oh. You're not the winner, they're the winner. Absolutely. That's true contribution. Well, and, and that's what humanity was created for, right? Like our mm. our underlying purpose at the at the heart of creation is to help each other. And, and when we find the ability to help each other, we can get compensated for that. And, and we should be, that's what entrepreneurship's all about. But ultimately the more humans you can help and serve the, the greater impact you have on the planet. And, yeah. and of course something is on one side, it sounds simple, right? Put their baby to sleep. But if you've had a baby that doesn't sleep and you know, the agony of weeks on end of not sleeping and, mm -hmm. and, husband and wife at each other's throat because yep. they haven't got any sleep and they can't stand each other. And they just, their world is falling apart. Mm -hmm. And imagine that night, right. Being able to put their baby to sleep and just go, Oh, mm -hmm. and take a breath yeah. and, and actually feel like, okay, I love the world again. I love my baby. I love my husband. I love my wife. Like yeah. <sighs> victory. <laughs> I'm winning, I'm winning in life. Victory. I feel good about myself. I'm winning in life. The, this feeling that we can give to other people. I'll give you another example. This is recent. So just last week, I'm one of my coaching clients that's coming to the Maui retreat is an international artist. And she's just a brilliant painter. And she's mm. quite famous. She's painted for people that you would recognize all over the all over the globe. And one of her challenges is speaking in public. Mm. So part of why she hired me as her mindset coach is because she's been doing a lot of podcast interviews. She's been doing a lot of in-person now that Florida has reopened after COVID. She's mm. been doing a lot of, uh, of in-person classes and even um, like meet and greet, meet and greet the, the artist. So last Friday night, she had a gallery open and opening 
And she called me later that night and she had a sold out, except for one piece, sold out, except for one piece, gallery opening. Mm. Robert, that just doesn't happen. But she, she and, and the money was good. <laughs> the money was great. And she didn't talk about that. What she talked about is how good she felt about herself to be able mm. to contribute and speak her love for painting and allowing people to take what she loves, this beautiful painting, this creation that came out of her creativity and take it home with them and have that space, that energy in their home. Mm. And she said, there's just no greater feeling than her being able to conquer her fear and contribute with the spoken word in her speech at that gallery open oh, more so than good. selling out. Yeah, of course. Of paintings, except for one. <laughs> Isn't that cool? But yeah. like, just think about it. Even you, you listeners, just think about your company. I mean, you love to slay it. You love to make your numbers. You love to meet your goals financially. And the juicy part of your entrepreneurial entrepreneurial venture is making the difference, mm. having an impact, so helping good. your clients feel victorious. Yes, absolutely. That, that is so, so good. All right, we're gonna change it a little bit. You've had a lot of a lot of great experiences, and of obviously raising three kids in the midst of, of doing it. How important is play and fun? Ah, uh, <laughs> you ask really good questions. <laughs> well, thanks. Play and fun. Well, everything is energy, right? Even yeah. Einstein said that. We always said that quote about Einstein, and he even quoted, "Everything is energy." So, what does it look like? to pick up the phone, prospecting phones, and have a levity to your voice, mm. to actually decide, this is fun. I'm gonna choose, now here it is, listen. We are the only created beings in all of creation that has free will. The only created beings in all of creation that has free will. No other created entity has free will, but you, my friend, but me. In that free will, we can choose to pick up a prospecting call and feel the drudgery and feel <laughs> the pain and feel the fear and almost hope that they say no so that we don't have to go through the process of selling ourselves or marketing ourselves. We can choose that. You are so free, you can choose bondage. Mm. Or you can choose to look at that phone Instead of it being a 3,000 pound apparatus or however you make your prospecting calls, looking at Facebook ads, looking at private messages, looking at however, prospecting, you know, at a networking event, however you share yourself and network and prospect, you can choose to have levity and fun and be lighthearted about it. So fun and levity. Besides what I know you're asking for is just being fun and enter and, and have space in your calendar for fun and self-expression. What about all the time? Mm. What about just recreating yourself as a being of fun, mm. as an expression of self-expression? Literally, just I'm going to choose lightheartedness to the best of my ability. Because here it is again. Here's a distinction in my book, Mindset Reset. Here it is. You become who you practice to be. Mm. You become who you practice to be. So if you have a heavy energy to you and you're just pretty serious and you got to get it done and you're, you know, you're a little bit tight and wound up and stressful, I get it. 
It's just, that's who you've been practicing to be. It's not really even who you are anyways, but it's been who you've been practicing to be maybe all your life. Mm -hmm. So you're good at it. But what if, what if you could practice levity? You could practice creating the intention before you pick up your phone for prospecting. My intention is to have fun. My intention is to make a connection. My intention is to be lighthearted. I'm bringing levity in my energy. I'm bringing levity to this conversation. I'm going to have fun with it. Hmm. And obviously that applies to all the areas of your business and life, right? Mm -hmm. Like you can choose, choose to have fun in all of that because not only are we the only beings that were created with free will, we're the only beings created to be creative. Mm. <laughs> and, and we have such creative outlets like fun and, and choosing fun as a, as a core value um, yeah. for your family, for your mm. business, just for your life in general mm. um, is so, so powerful. I love, I love mm. that energy. I love that. Right. Just, just asking yourself for that thing you dread. What mm. if it's fun? Mm. Right? I mean, just asking your subconscious, oh. what if it's fun, mm. can change the whole impact of mm. facing that thing. That is so good, Robert. All you guys need to write that down. <laughs> Take out a sheet of paper right now or put it in your phone. Just ask myself, what if it's fun? What if it could be fun? I'm choosing fun. Mm. I'm choosing fun, levity, lightheartedness. Yeah. You become who you practice to be. That's I mean, so just good. Im just imagine even your energy quotient. If you looked at projects as fun. We will be right back after this short break. This episode is sponsored by Add Value to Life Coaching. Want to learn the mindset secrets of successful entrepreneurs that have been shared on our podcast? Well, you can get them for free at addvaluemindset.com. A-D-D-valuemindset.com. Welcome back. Let's get back to more greatness. Mm. I'm going to choose fun in this. I'm just going to practice choosing fun. What if it was fun? I love that. That's good. Write that down, you guys. <laughs> well, and, and write down, right? You become who you practice to be because uh, we feel like that's who we really are. Just like we feel like the voice in our head is really us, right? That, that voice in our head that's telling us, oh, you can't do that, or that'll never happen, or you're not good enough, or you don't deserve it. And we say, that voice is me because it's obviously in my head, but it's no different than you've practiced what you were taught, right? That's why we end up becoming our parents because we practice what we, what we saw our parents doing. Yep. And, Beautiful. It, and Beautiful. Being, able, being able to change that is just like saying, Oh wait, that's not really me. I can, I can be somebody else. Mm -hmm. I can, I can argue with that voice in my head and tell it to shut up. Yeah. Like, I can, I can change the voice in my head. I can change what I'm doing each day because yeah. that's not really who I want to be. Mm. So how do I decide who I get to be? I love this. You're speaking my language. This is great. You know, you actually just taught step number one of my five-step <laughs> mindset reset formula. Step number one, embrace your duality. Mm. You have a physical nature. You have a brain that's wired to find the problem. And it will never change. Do you know that? You right. don't You don't change matter with matter. You just don't. Matter doesn't change matter. That's Newtonian physics. That's the old, old drudgery. Your willpower, it takes forever. But what if 
you embraced that reality and started ignoring the voice in your head. Oh, thank you for sharing, but yeah. I know who I really am. Embrace your duality means you have a dual nature, the physical realm, but you also have this pure potential energy, spiritual realm. And the spiritual realm is giddy. The spiritual realm is lighthearted because the spiritual well realm is already knowing. Mm. So what if you just started practicing tapping into this spiritual nature that's you? Even in quantum physics, it's been acknowledged as pure potential energy. I mean, if you put a microscope any place on your body, what would you see? You, you would see cells, trillions of dancing cells. If you took a high-powered microscope and put it over any one of those cells, what would you see? Nuclei. If you took a high-powered mi mi microscope and put it over one of those nucleus, what would you see? Besides the protein, neutrons, getting to the core of all that, you would see nothing. <laughs> nothing. You are pure potential energy. You would see just buzzing waves of nothing. Just buzzing waves of potential energy. Well, how do you take potential energy and form it into matter? a result, a physical result. How do you take pure potential energy and form it into a creation, into a result, into physical matter? Remember, we don't do it with our matter doesn't change matter. Particle waves changes matter. Mm. So how you do that is through thoughts. Mm. You so harness good. the power of your thought life. This is called metacognition, being aware of what you think about, because mm -hmm. what you think about creates your beliefs. What you think about causes your language and language creates. <laughs> Absolutely. So well, even right now, we can say before you even logged into this podcast, what was your most dominant thoughts this morning? What have you been thinking about a lot? Last night, as you're drifting off to sleep, what are you thinking about? Like really observe your thought life. When you can harness the power of your thought life, anything is possible for you, my friend. Mm. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, and, and obviously you've talked a lot about energy and, and raising that vibrational energy and, and recognizing that, that the thought patterns we receive, right, from the universe, from our connection to that spirituality, those ideas are our possibilities that have the same potential. And if we receive the idea, if we're on that vibrational frequency to receive the idea, then we are fully resourced mm -hmm. to bring that idea to fruition. Even if we don't know how God or the universe or whatever you want to call it, isn't going to give you an idea. You're not going to receive an idea on your vibrational level that you're not capable of making happen. It's impossible. It's literally not possible to actually have a download of an idea and not bring it forth into fruition. It's impossible. Mm. The only way you stop it is with your negative thinking or with the physical limitations of your brain. Well, it's a dream killer, right? You get, the idea comes and you're like, 
oh, I can't do that. Well, let's and six let's, weeks later, you see it on TV and you say, that was my idea. And let's speak in quantum physics language. It, an idea is a seed. Now, imagine you're the gardener and you put a seed in the ground mm. and you water it and you make sure it has sunlight. What does that seed do every time? Every time. It's the law of physics. It's the law of physics. That seed calls forth all that it needs to come into fruition. Mm. And as a gardener, you don't dig it up and say, hey, I haven't seen anything in 17 hours. Hey, I have is the root. Oh, I got I better check if the roots are growing and help it along. No, it's you don't do that. We're in that microwave culture. We expect microwave results. Yeah, so you we plant you, the acorn in the ground and we expect trust. the oak tree. You trust. So trust your ideas. Mm. Water them. Give them attention. Give them sunlight. Trust that seed, that idea right now. Presence it. Speak it out loud. Speak mm. out a goal. Speak an intention. I am the mindset coach to Florida Atlantic University, yes. Kelly Stroll program. Now what's yours? Speak yours. <laughs> speak a goal. Speak an intention. Speak a desire. Speak it. It's a seed. Speak it. Now when you speak it, you just planted that seed in the pure potential garden called the universe, called waves of potential energy. And that is just like putting a seed in the ground, my friend. Now, all you have to do, I don't even want you to write out a 50-step business plan. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> all you have to do is give it attention, sunlight and water. And that seed calls forth all it needs to come to fruition. So go back to your idea. Your idea, that seed, you, you water it with, with gratitude. You give it sunlight with attention by thinking about it, by emoting it. Oh my gosh, it's going to be so awesome when the seed comes to fruition and I get to do this or I get to receive that, whatever was your goal. And just watch how you will start receiving inspired actions. Mm. Just know it's like a GPS. You put that address in that global system. And it goes to work to calculate your entire route. And all you have to do is obey the first step to receive the second step in that GPS analogy. Just like planting the seed, trust, it's coming. It's just a matter of time. And, and success only takes two ingredients, belief and time. Mm. And the more belief you have, the less time it takes. Hmm. So your job right now, my friend, that you've planted the seed by speaking it out in the universe as a declaration. I am, or I am so happy and grateful for. Not a I want, that's a different energy. Hmm. I want is fine too, but I'm taking you to the highest level. Say, <laughs> I am, I'm so happy and grateful for. And speak that out into the soil of the universe, the pure potential energy. And that seed will call forth all it needs to come to fruition. And it will give you ideas. It will put people in your path to help you create it, to help it come to fruition. So all you have to do is trust and obey the inspired actions. The inspired actions are coming, but obey them. And the mm. quicker you obey them, the faster you'll get step two and then three and then four. And before you know it, 
you're building the belief to usher in just a wave of results of success. Mm. This is how creation works in the quantum field. So good. So good. So you mentioned belief and, and being able to have that belief. So let's talk about mentors and borrowed belief. Mm. I've had mentors and borrowed belief all my life. Okay. Mm -hmm. It started with Bob Proctor. I mean, after I gave that speech to, to, uh, IBM back 30, some years ago, 30 and a half years ago, I joined the national speakers association and Bob Proctor was one of the speakers that year. Mm. And I hired him. He was my coach. He was my mentor. Then I, and Randy Gage built my belief. I borrowed his belief in me. And I have done that all my life, borrowed belief. And isn't this interesting, Robert? Even this opportunity, if I get hired for this university to be the student's mindset coach, it was a student in the audience that came up to me and built belief in me. Mm -hmm. It was her. Her name is Valeria. She came up to me and she said, oh, Miss Jimenez, it would be amazing if, if we, the students, could go on one of your retreats and we could do this and we could create this. And, and I'm like, could that really happen? I don't know. Am I good enough for that? I've never worked with college students. It was my first speech for, for college age students. This was just two months ago this happened. She built belief in me. And I'm like, okay, Valeria, I'm going with it. I believe you. And she set up the team meeting today on, the, on a Zoom. She set up creating the proposal. She believes in me. 21 years old, believes in a 50 year old something woman. <laughs> so yeah, I, I love that concept, Robert, of just borrow someone else's belief all your life. <laughs> Absolutely. And, and the powers of having mentors, right? And so being able to, to bring people around you that will support your idea, that will support your dream. Mm. And the tendency is that we're hanging around the people that we, we, we get that idea, we get that download, and then we go and we tell our best friend, and your best friend is like, you're a moron, that's never gonna happen, right? And so th there's there's huge value in, in choosing the people that you share the dream with, mm -hmm. because we all know we have dream killers in our lives. Some of them are like our parents that wanna protect us and, and, mm -hmm. and don't want us to try stuff that is gonna hurt us, kind of like our the limiting beliefs in our brain. Yeah. It's not. It's not that your brain is saying you can't do it. It's it's your brain saying you're going to get eaten by a tiger if you go out of the cave. And so we don't want you to do that, mm -hmm. right? That That's the brain's natural defenses. It's trying to keep you in the comfort zone because comfort zone keeps you alive. Yep. The subconscious <laughs> mind, you're speaking of the brain, the brain, the subconscious mind, it only has one job to do. And that is to keep you safe. And safe to the subconscious mind means the same. <laughs> The same means safe. It does not want you to change. So you need to literally, and it's never going to change. Right. So don't look at the answers there. Look at the answers in your spiritual realm. Look for wisdom, encouragement, energy from the spiritual realm. Start practicing tapping into your inner wisdom, inner knowing, silence, meditation, mm. prayer, these are powerful realms that are open for you right now. Utilize them and watch how the trajectory of your life will take a sweeping 180, maybe 360 degree turn to just the miraculous. 
creating with ease, enjoying mm. your work, enjoying creation, enjoying receiving, receiving rich blessings, because the more you receive, the more you can give. Mm, so good. This is all a mindset. It's all a mindset. Absolutely. And we practice our elevated mindset. We become who we practice to be. It's not an instantaneous, like, oh, I'm just mindset reset. You practice these spiritual truths. So let's, mentioned- share the, let's share the five spiritual truths. You want to? It's really all right. Good. Let's good. do it. This is step number three of the mindset reset. And it is actually practice being spiritual. And I lead this step with my clients to adopt in adopting five spiritual truths. And here they are. Number one, there's nothing wrong here. What if you walked around your world, your business, your family life, your love life, your financial life, and you believed there's nothing wrong here? It is the brain's mechanical way of being to predict, to find a problem, to tell you there's something wrong here. And then here, here, listen, listen. And then it tells you there's something wrong with the something wrong. (laughs) And then it tells you there's something wrong that you're focusing on the something wrong, that there's something wrong. It is endless and it never changes. Stop looking there. In the spiritual world, there's nothing wrong here. Everything happens for your highest good. You are divinely guided. Everything happens for your highest good. And the day you truly believe that is your day of liberation Mm. because you will be able to manage anything in life. So good. Because you have the core belief in you. You've adopted it. It's become you. There's nothing wrong here. Mm. There's nothing wrong. This too shall pass. There's nothing wrong here. All things happen for my highest good. There's nothing wrong here. This must be for my good because it happened. There's Mm. nothing wrong here. Truth number two in our spiritual world is my power is within me. Everything that happens for you, to you, with you happens first in your imagination. It's right here, sourced right here, wherever your imagination is. Ooh, your imagination. (laughs) You first had to think and feel it. And then it shows up in the physical world. So all power is within me. All power is within you. You can even transform other people by showing up newly for them, with them. So truth number two, my power is within me. Stop looking to other people to fulfill your own sense of accomplishment. Stop looking at Instagram likes or real hits or even success and stop looking at failures to make meaning of things or even failures to make you feel like a winner. Oh, see, I overcame that. I'm victorious. You see how that there's no cheese down that trap either. (laughs) Your power is within you. You decide, you decide who you are. You create your self view. My power is within me. Truth. Number two, truth. Number three, I'm enough. I'm enough and there's enough. Now, this is not all three, all five of these. They do not exist in the physical world because there's not enough in the physical world. That's why there's conspiracy. That's why there's competition. But there is enough in the spiritual realm. There's Mm. enough. There's enough for you. There's enough for me. There's enough in the spiritual realm. There's enough. 
and you're enough. Spiritual truth number four, here it is. My uniqueness is needed to create balance in the world. Mm, okay. Your uniqueness, how your, your quirks, <laughs> your foibles, the interesting things about you, you, the circumstances that you've experienced, they were needed. Who you are at your core, your uniqueness, your foibles, your authenticity, it's needed. So truth number four is, I mean, I'm not good at being you, but I'm pretty good at being me. Mm, that's good. So let's start just being me and knowing that that's enough and knowing, believing that that makes a difference on this planet. Mm. My uniqueness, just showing up who I am makes a difference on this planet because it's needed in the realm of balance for this planet. So that's spiritual truth number four. My uniqueness is needed. Stop. Start honoring who you are. And then truth number five, love this one. I have the capacity to change. I can change. I might be in a habitual way of being. I might be critical and judgmental. I was. And I still contend to be. And then I just say, oops, there it is. There's my physical nature. Yep, there's the critical Lisa. Yep, that's the controlling one. Yeah, that's that's my physical nature. And I have the capacity to change that. Mm. I can choose to let that go. And I can choose a new way of being. And what would be my new way of being? And then I practice that new way of being. Because we become who we practice to be. You have the capacity to change. My client, Linda, the international artist, could never speak in front of an audience. Could not even speak in front of three people. One person, barely. <laughs> More than one. And here last Friday, she held the audience in the palm of her hand mm -hmm. with her share. She practiced becoming a speaker who speaks authentically. A speaker who speaks from the heart. A speaker who speaks with clarity. A speaker who speaks with purpose. And she did it. Mm, so good. You have the capacity to change. I don't care if it's a way of being. It doesn't matter if it's a financial state. It doesn't matter if it's an addiction. You have the capacity to change because who you truly are is pure potential energy who wants to create. <laughs> So you mentioned practice. You mentioned you become who you practice to be. Um, what routines help practice? For me, I truly believe in early morning rising. So I love getting up at 5 a.m. That's my time. My husband gets up even earlier than me. So some of you may even get up earlier than that. But whatever time you get up, just have a ritual. So I love early morning rituals and it, it, my ritual practice involves prayer, meditation, study, and exercise. Mm. And sometimes it's a 30 minute four part ritual, prayer, meditation, exercise. And wait, what was the fourth one that I said? I do prayer. I do meditation. Oh, exercise. I do intention work. Mm. Like I set the intention for the day. I look at my goals. I actually, I have them written down in a in a, uh, a journal like this and just watch the serendipitous, watch the fortuitous. Wow, look what happened yesterday. Look what happened this week. It builds my belief in creating. But whatever is your four-part ritual or however many-part ritual, just make sure it's consistent. 
I don't care if it's 15 minutes or two hours. It's consistency that really builds the results in your life. And here, listen, listen to rituals. It is like a Mozart. Think of any famous pianist who practices the scales. And as they're practicing the scales, they're thinking, what good is this? I'm not even singing a song. I'm not even playing my, my famous piece. No, practicing the scales shows up in the results when you're on stage. So meditation, exercise, prayer, and intention work, whatever's your ritual in the morning, that shows up mm -hmm. in your results throughout the day. It may not feel like it when you're in the moment. Why am I sitting here for 10 minutes meditating? <laughs> oh, my friend, there's never a bad meditation. Just come right back to noticing. Meditation means become familiar with. So when you're meditating, you're becoming familiar with your thoughts and eliminating beliefs. You're coming familiar with your breath. You're coming, becoming familiar with energy shifts, energy changes. You're becoming familiar with God, presence, whatever you, universe, source. Mm. And you can never have a bad meditation. <laughs> the results come later in the day. Nice. All right. So I want to talk about what inspires you, but I want to switch gears just a little bit. What was your favorite date with your husband? Oh, my favorite date with my husband will have to be my first date with my husband. Nice. Can I tell you about it? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> so I was sitting at Javier's restaurant in Newport Beach, California, and I had just moved here from Florida literally on a fluke. <laughs> I, I got a new job out in California. I lived in Florida most of my adult life. And I'm like, let me just move out there for a year. Okay. My house sold in Florida. I was looking for a new home, whatever. I'll move to Florida for a year or I moved to California for a year. So uh, within a couple of months, I had gone to this church. I was at uh, lunch after church and I was laughing with all my girlfriends at Javier's Mexican restaurant in Newport beach. He walks by, it's like two o'clock in the afternoon with a couple of friends and we're laughing. And he says, what's so funny? What are you girls up to? And I said, ah, we're up to changing the world. And uh. he said, oh, I have to have the phone number to the girl who's changing the world. I'm like, well, let me give you my phone number. And I gave him my phone number. And we had a date like within the next three nights. That was a Sunday. Then Wednesday night, we went out on our date and just laughed at, here it is, the levity, the serendipity. I mean, who knew we would both be there at the same time? At that moment, I still saw myself as a Floridian. Wow. And now I've lived here and been married to him for three and a half years in California. So that was my favorite date. The, nice. the, the, the serendipity, the fortuitous, the surprise, the miraculous, <laughs> receiving all that deliciousness. Pretty sweet. Well, and putting that energy out in the world that, you know, we're, we're here changing the world. <laughs> And that Just he wanted to be a part of it. And lighthearted and fun. Absolutely. That's fantastic. So, what inspires Lisa? Hmm. So many things. Just inspiration inspires me. Life inspires me. Sunrises, sunsets. I am a woman of inspiration. Hmm. I am a force. I acknowledge inspiration. Hmm. Um, but if you want a tangible answer, I would just say my clients and mm. seeing the breakthroughs in them, getting texts, two different texts today from different clients about 
well, both of them were around sealing deals, like getting mm -hmm. money, getting contracts coming in. But gosh, just this feeling so excited and proud of their growth, of their courage, of their willingness, and then having that courage and willingness be rewarded with a sale. Mm, That's so inspiring good. to me. All right. So what's your big dream? Hmm. Big dream is to launch beautiful retreats around the world again. I've been doing them just in the United States. I'm on my 23rd global retreat. So my mm. big dream is Greece. My next retreat is in Greece in 2023. And then we have Maui in 2022, March 1st to be exact. So if you are interested in checking out any one of my retreats, that's the Maui one, March 1st of 2022. And I would say that is my big dream is to, to take that business model of the retreats and expand it again globally. You know, as soon as we can get on airplanes with excitement and comfort and ease <laughs> and to offer this to the universities, mm. to be the mindset reset coach of those students in that Florida university and conduct mindset reset mastermind retreats for those young minds mm. that's my big dream right now <laughs> nice so good all right so young entrepreneurs sitting across you guys just finished coffee con committed to changing the world and you get the chance to leave them with lisa's words of wisdom mm. Mm. my words of wisdom i would go back to the five spiritual truths mm. and that is there's nothing wrong here you're divinely guided get back to center there's nothing wrong here. Your power is within you. You hold the power to create whatever you want. You have free will. Just focus on what you want more than on what you don't want. Did mm -hmm. you hear that? Focus more on the wanted than you do on the unwanted. That will radically shift the trajectory of your life. Focus more on the wanted in gratitude. So your power is within you. <laughs> You're enough. Just decide. And like, like Robert said, you know, we're just going to say, stop sharing or, you know, thanks for sharing. No more that not enough voice. You're enough. And there is enough. And the fourth one, your uniqueness is needed. So be yourself, be authentic, share yourself, put yourself in your career, put yourself, your personality, your propensities, your silliness, your uniqueness, your drive, whatever it is. In your career, let it be a part of your ambiance in your business model, in your marketing, <laughs> and just watch how you start getting results that are authentic to you because you are in your marketing. You are in your business plan, you, your personality, your propensities, your sense of uniqueness. And then the fifth one, I leave you with the words of wisdom. You have the capacity to change. Because who you are is truly pure potential energy, energy that wants to create. So just have that intention, that goal, that desire, that dream, plant that seed by speaking it out in the ethers and trust that that seed, that dream will call forth all it needs to come into fruition. Mm. And all you have to do it sounds silly, but trust that process and then obey inspired action. 
oh, I, I sense that or I feel like or I want to call that person, buy that book, hire that coach, go on that event, become an author, whatever it is. And you need to obey those promptings. That's, that's that seed calling mm -hmm. forth all it needs to come into fruition. Trust that process, my friend. Those are my words of wisdom. Lisa, thank you so much. You mentioned that uh, obviously Mindset Reset is a book available Amazon, all the other places. Um, and and you it's also in every major bookstore. It's on Amazon, and or you can get it on my website, and I will personally autograph it for you. So my website is lisajcoaching.com. Perfect. Lisa, thank you so much for sharing today. What a wonderful conversation. I appreciate you sharing so much wisdom. Thank you for having me and thank you for who you are and what you do. Love you. Love you, everybody. Have a beautiful day. If you enjoyed the show, please like, subscribe, or leave a review. We have a free gift for you at addvaluemindset.com. That's addvaluemindset.com. We've collected some of the best mindset secrets shared by successful entrepreneurs on our podcast, and we want to give them to you for free. ADDValueMindset.com. In our next episode, Danny Blue shares about the power of forgiveness and gratitude to open doors. He chose to create a lifestyle based on what he wanted for his family, who he wanted to be, and what he wanted to be known for. Now he helps people take more control of their finances through education.